Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to one day early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. That's one step above elevator music. Somebody should start singing. Rob, you got to, what song can you sing, Rob? It's a special occasion. you got to sing something. Yeah. We're sitting here on the show. He says we got music, but we'll never know because we can't hear the shit. He thinks it's all legit. Welcome to the show. I hope you don't listen and go. Stan is like a big phone man. Now when we're done, when we're done... We're off the air. Uh, yeah, uh, Rob, when you sung that song, you made me think of something else. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the official first annual Corner to Corner Year End Awards, the C2C Awards. I'm Stan Grubb, joined by my tag team partners, Rob Hefner. Well, hello, Larry. <laughs> and the man responsible for perhaps the greatest Christmas gift of all time. That is the gift of forgiveness. That's one Brian Taylor. Because you forgot to buy anything else. Wait, so so my gift is greater than what Adam Cole got the Bucks? Oh, um, no, 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 no. And you I said, said the greatest. No, okay, but we're not the Bucks, so it's not the greatest, the greatest. for the Bucks. It's the greatest no. for me. Not everything is about the Bucks, Brian. Oh, this one's going to be about the Bucks. When they Fuck get you. super kicked. Uh, I was so hoping. Like, there they are, standing in the ring. You got all three 
standing there, and then you got the Bucks like, hey, what's going on? What the hell? What's going on? And I'm just thinking, oh, it's happening. It's finally happening, and it didn't happen. Give it time. Give it time. Brian, I'm upset. It didn't happen. Give it time. I want it now. Could be this week. Could be. Big six man. <laughs> Could we expect a short arm tag? A short short arm, you know, like not. No, tag? no, 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 because it's, uh, I guess, what do they call it, undisputed now? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what they're called. Gold fishing over Ali versus uh, best friends. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It was a magic moment, though, seeing Kyle O'Reilly make the uh, the roll in, the run in, and uh, decking Orange Cassidy with a swift kick to the noggin. It, it felt right. It felt like this would have been the right time. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm. I, I got to go on a limb. I wanted to see the Bucks get decimated too. I don't know why. I'm torn. I'm torn. Not very fan like of you. I know. I'm torn. I'm torn. Actually, it is kind of fan market. It's eight thirty six, and Brian had said that he wishes the Bucks got kicked in the face. No, I wish that all he undisputed on the wrecks the Bucks. How about that? Mama it's, Buck, remember that when you send oh, those Christmas cards. Oh, Listen, big Mama Buck. It's going to be so glorious when it happens, right? Because oh, then eventually gonna be we're going to get your kids get kicked in the face. We're going to get Omega back. <laughs> we're going to have this awesome six man feud. It's going to be it's going to be a real. I mean, what if what if maybe it's not though? What if it sucks? It's not going to suck. What if it sucks? What if it's like all backwards and nobody can it's figure out the what they're going to do? It's not going to suck. It's got the bucks involved. But you just said you want the Bucks to get kicked in the face. Yes, because that starts the feud. You know what I'm saying? You know it's coming. Right? The Bucks aren't going to turn on the undisputed. I don't know. Can we even use that? Somebody, the undisputed the elite. Chart. Okay, undisputed, we'll call them undisputed elite, right? Okay. That, that's what I saw tweeted out there. I don't know if that's like their official name yet. All right. Well, let's just use that. Let's go UE for short. Right? That seems a little the close to the, turn to the era. Now. I'm just saying. Maybe they could call the themselves the Elite Era. The Bucks. Ooh, I kind of like, like that. Did you say the Bucks are going to turn on them? No, I said they can't turn on them. Right? They're. I mean, they're man down right now. So you know, Cole and them got to turn on the Bucks. The sooner it happens, the sooner we kick this off, and then we get the Bucks and Omega destroying them somewhere down the line. Hmm. I don't know, man. Hmm. But hey, maybe the Bucks have somebody squirreled away too. You know what the Bucks will have to do? What's that? The Bucks are going to have to send Hook. Mm. No, no, Cody's going to get Hook here shortly. You would think so. You would think so. But I, I have a sneaky suspicion that that's not going to happen for a while. Boy, when they go back to wherever they were Wednesday. Greensboro. Or Friday. Friday. Yeah, Greensboro. Then then we're going to see Hook and Cody. Yeah. 
Go back to get locked in. Go back to Uh, Hook. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's Hook. I think you're just think scared that Hook's Adam Cole. Oh, I, I kind of <laughs> like that idea. Adam Cole, he said? He said Adam Cole. Because you Cole, think Adam Cole is not in the main title picture. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Adam Cole is one of your main event guys who can, you know, keep that title going. He's been on TV every week. I don't think Hook's ready for a title. But I have been wrong before. Well, I mean, if it takes them, like, as long as it took them to get back to D.C., which is, what, two and a half years? Roughly. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, Hook will be ready by then. By the time they get back to Greensboro. <laughs> I mean, he took care of he took care of Bear Bronson in a uh, in in pretty short <laughs> short uh, form or short fashion. He is selling more merch than CM Punk, which is insane because it's just a plain white shirt with Hook written on it in black writing. How <laughs> I many have you bought? I have not bought any. Yeah. I mean, you don't think he would stoop to buying a hook shirt after he's gone on record at touting CM Punk. Can I, can I be hooked on hook? Is that, is that how that happens? Well, you have to denounce punk. What, what do they call hook fans? Hookers. Mm, don't sit, don't. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can see I can see that coming. We didn't say anything. Well, it's just gonna be all my little hookers out there. <laughs> what you gonna do, brother? <laughs> Did you see the um the meme that's going on on Twitter right now where it's send Hulk and it's Hulk Hogan's face superimposed on Hulk's body? <laughs> no. It is honestly creepy because if they kept Hulk's hair. <laughs> Hogan's face just looks so insane. <laughs> it's like, ew, don't don't send that hook. <laughs> Let's leave that one at home. <clears throat> so, of, of course, we're... Hello. 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 You're breaking in and out, bud. You're breaking in and out, bud. Your internet blows. My internet's better than your internet. No, my internet's better than your internet. Okay, children, I can hear you both. He started it. But he forgave you, so you got to get over it. Ah, that's right. Dude, you got to you know get over it, kid. Now he's doing forgiveness. Now that's his gimmick, and i got to let everything go now? You accepted his forgiveness, go. so it's on you, bud. You did? Son he's the better person. You're not. Well, that's just bull crap. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for seeing that. <laughs> I feel so so betrayed. <laughs> You shouldn't now feel you betrayed, but you should, be, you should feel that you're not good enough. Mm. Shit. No, he's good enough. <laughs> he's Jesus. good enough. Wow. He just has to embrace the forgiveness. Brian, That's all we're asking for. It's Brian, a start. He said I wasn't good enough, Brian. You have to forgive him for it. You have to forgive him for it. I don't have to forgive nothing. You do. That's that's how you get rid of your anger. And in the history of the show, in the history of the show, if we ever want to go and wonder why half the people stop downloading, 
because of the segment. <laughs> Stop whining about forgiveness, Jesus. Just get to the wrestling. Listen, We're looking folks. at the radios right now like, what in the hell are they talking about? Listen, folks, if you're not about forgiveness, I don't know what to tell you because forgiveness is cool. Not as cool as Adam Cole giving Kyle O'Reilly to the Bucks for Christmas. All right, I guess. Can't argue with that. It was a pretty good moment, though, and it still <clears throat> makes WWE look like a bunch of tools. Mm-hmm. All three guys. You got you to forgive them, too. What? Wait, wait, wait. wait. What is this, a forgiveness episode? Yeah, you got to forgive them. You have a lot of pent-up anger that we need to work through. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, the new analyst, Brian Taylor. Well, most people have 12 <laughs> steps. Stan has probably 35. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> 35? That's We're a lot of steps. We're going to be at this for a while. <laughs> if you tuned in expecting wrestling chat, please tune in next week. <laughs> Today is the forgiveness. Hey, episode. we could be like SmackDown. And in two hours, only put on 15 minutes worth of wrestling talk. And the rest just goof around. All in favor? No. Nobody's okay. in favor. I guess not. Guess we're back to the wrestling talk. Okay. <clears throat> Let's pull up the uh, pull up the year-end awards. Might as well just get into that. Unless Rob is going to regale us with another song. To really start us off, you know, you know how like the Oscars and the Grammys have like that great, you know, musical montage. Wow, I guess not. Stan likes Magic Shell because he can go to hell. Uh, <clears throat> now, Rob, there's no to forgiveness. Start on you about forgiveness. <laughs> there's no forgiveness anywhere. There's forgetfulness, not forgiveness. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm being nice. I'm sorry, Stan, for hurting your feelings. No, no, it's not okay. Good, because I don't care. Bastard. <laughs> evil, evil bastard. <laughs> well, then, let's get to these stupid awards, then. Why are they stupid? Because you're not winning one? No. <laughs> I'll just type up another category right now. Best hard for the podcaster. Making these awards. <laughs> As you've heard us talk about for about a month, I would guess, uh, this is indeed the year-end awards first annual, and we've delved through, we've we've pined, we've discussed, we've debated, we even did a straw poll. Just to see who is going to be the winners for such categories as champion of the year or title holder of the year, match of the year, tag team of the year, Road women, <laughs> Road Warriors. Well, there you go. Road Warriors. Okay. Well, end the show. Everybody have a great night. Thanks very much for tuning in. Have a great new year. Guess that didn't work. Okay. Well, keeping up with the- – with the categories we've got most popular most hated promotion of the year most improved 
uh, top men and women's wrestler of the year. Uh, and of course, match of the year. So should be some good categories here. Of course, we'll go through. We'll, we'll announce the winners. And who knows? Uh, who, who only knows what will happen in the process of said winners? Hey, Rob. Yes, sir. When he talks, does he break up for you? Or is it just me? Just you. All right. Uh, I'll be right back. I'm going to log off and log back in then. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Well, then we will uh, we will wait for you, sir. No, no, the announcer off you like the Discovery Channel. Carry on. <laughs> okay. Will Brian come back? <laughs> will he manage to outwit the internet? All this and more coming up on the next edition of Brian vs. the World. Could it be that Brian hit the wrong button? Or is it his internet? Trust me, it's not the internet. (laughs) He's back! He's back, ladies and gentlemen! And the voice from above says, I'm back. It is not the internet. Anything while I was gone? We did not. We didn't do anything. Dude, you're gone for 30 seconds. Really? Less than 30 seconds, really. Might have been 15. You can't even put a coherent thought together in that time. <laughs> but he's back. So, yes, we're going to do end of the year awards. First annual. There's a lot of movie theaters missing the C2C logos off their thing because we need to make the awards somehow. Um, just kidding. We didn't do that. A lot of duct tape, a lot of super glue. Yes, because these people would accept any package like randomly shows up. what's this weird package it's all glued together I don't understand what's happened why don't we start off with uh, something that we actually went back and forth quite a bit about we talked about uh, wrestler that was that was most improved for the year somebody that's really had uh, a, a huge upswing of development and popularity uh match quality I think a lot of that comes into play when you talk about a category like this. Um, and our first official uh, award winner for most improved goes to Jungle Boy, which uh, I think quite a deserving guy. A guy, Jungle Boy, the son of Luke Perry, Jungle Jack Perry, if you want to ask Jim Ross, who, hey, he'll be back this Wednesday on Dynamite. Glad to see or glad to hear. But <clears throat> Jungle Boy had some tremendous matchups uh, in 19 and 20, and he just kept getting better. And 21 really turned into a big, big year for him as he, Christian Cage, and Jurassic Express, excuse me, Luchasaurus, um, had a great set of matchups with uh, the the Elite, not the Undisputed, but the Elite, <laughs> the Super Click, um, but also just some, some great showings on pay-per-view. I feel like Jungle Boy really did have a, a tremendous 2021. I'm really upset because I thought I would be most improved, but I accept that Jungle Boy is most improved. So well, we have we haven't gotten a broadcaster of the year. You could still win. You could still win. There's still time, Rob. They love me. They really love. Me. <laughs> you know when. 
when I was looking at this category, when we were talking about it, it was difficult to really peg somebody that had a a year of improvement as much as Jungle Boy. But one person we did look at for that for this category potentially was Britt Baker. Um, as she saw some real improvement and real defining statement matches this year. But uh, I, I feel like she is to say that she's most improved over 20 isn't as, as strong as to say that uh, she just had a, just a strong 2021 overall on top of an already strong 2020. Yeah, I mean, I felt like she was at the point where she was on her, already making the strides in 19 and 20. So to be most improved, like maybe in 19, 20, she could have been most improved. Not now. Yeah, I think at this point she is, uh, as as CM Punk has called her, one of the four pillars, or maybe if they decide to expand it to five, but that wouldn't make any sense. So four pillars, four pillars. Four pillars of what? The four pillars of AEW with what the what the company itself has has been been building their brand around, so to speak, the future of the brand. I would agree that they're building their brand around. I wouldn't agree that she's a pillar, but hey, okay, it's not up to me. I felt like with uh, when, when we started looking at these categories, when we had the discussion about, you know, who would fit where it was. I, I think the, the deliberation that we had about it was not to say that some people weren't qualified. It was just, you know, which qualification outshined the, the other. In other words, who was who had a better year, not who had the most credible performance or anything like that. It was just literally looking at the best of the best kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe next year most improved would be the entire WWE roster. <laughs> well, wrestling fans all over the world, I'm sure, would like to see both uh, WWE and AEW. Excuse me, I have the hiccups all of a sudden. They would love to see both companies have a most improved presence, especially for WWE's recent performances. Um, I'm sure they would really, really appreciate having that. So let's go ahead and move on to a, a tandem, a tandem of awards, one being the most popular, the other being the most hated. Uh, I think they speak for themselves as far as what qualifies to be in this category. And we'll start with uh, most hated. And I think the the winner of this award, it goes without saying, I mean, this is a guy that finds a way to generate negative energy from a crowd. He knows the buttons to push. He knows the attitudes to reflect. And he's done it so well each time out. We're talking about Vince McMahon. <laughs> well, I mean, he in certain circles, you could say he's most hated. But, I mean, there's a lot of people right now that hate him, even those that used to work for him. So you're not necessarily even off those the that do work for him. You know? I'm oh. right. Even current employees. No, but we're talking about Maxwell Jacob Friedman. 
MJF, the three-time Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal winner for AEW, the uh, most hated wrestler of the year for Corner to Corner. I, I think that was kind of a, and I, I, we, we all agreed when we put it together, we all agreed he was definitely the most hated. I would definitely agree to that agreement. That, I mean, you can't get wrong with his mic skills, with the way he kind of just knows how to push the buttons of the, any crowd he's in, the way he plays the, you know, we've talked about it. He's playing the great 70s and 80s heel. Like, he's just bringing that to this generation, which is amazing. Well, plus, uh, a lot of people have drawn comparisons from him to people like uh, Roddy Piper, to um, some to the Miz, even though I think he's better than the Miz. But uh, in all honesty, one of the guys that uh, just recently did a comparison and said they didn't necessarily see Roddy Piper in MJF as much as they saw themselves. And we're talking about Ric Flair, who says he sees a lot of MJF and uh, of himself in MJF. Hmm. I would agree with Roddy Piper because Piper always, you know, they always had to keep keep moving him around because of the fact that he would um become so hated in crowds and in territories that he had to just disappear for a little while to get the heat off. Mm-hmm. You know, so I do agree with that. I mean, Ric Flair, I could see a little bit. I mean, Ric Flair was more just kind of do what you got to do, not the constant make fun of everybody. Makes sense. Flair had a certain uh, style or technique to what he would do, but I would agree with you. He wasn't necessarily throwing the insults out as much as MJF does or as much as Roddy Piper does. So I I can see that from like the way he carries himself and the way he delivers in the ring, I think that the the flair comparison is certainly legitimate. Yeah. I mean, flair is the best in the game. We've always talked about it, how he, he was able to take his opponents and play mind games with them by talking about himself instead of talking about them. You know, like flair was always like, well, I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do to you. I'm just going to tell you how great I am. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you to figure out, how you're going to play. Um, so. MJF most hated agreed. Yeah. Hard to really look, look to anybody else as far as the most hated. Although I, I could see where some would say Roman reigns, but I think a lot of people just hate him because it's Roman. Yep. If Roman Reigns is up and on TV, I'm going to hate him. Yeah, I'm not so sure anybody would really be able to uh, to to change that mindset. There's a lot of people um, that are just tired of seeing the same old thing, and, and unfortunately, he kind of represents that right now. He is that, you know. Like... Yeah, yeah, but he really is. I mean, he's the embodiment of the you know the big muscle bound guy that does the the cheap tactics to make people dislike him, and they, they it's not a new formula. So we I mean, go he's from... even made fun of his own family, picked on them, beat them up, pushed them around, and they're still his lackeys in his corner. 
But he still, in, in his in his uh, finest of efforts, tries to pay homage to MJF. So even he, I think, acknowledges. Uh, see what I did there? Acknowledges MJF as the top heel, the most hated guy in the business. So we go from most hated to the opposite side of the spectrum, the most popular. And, Brian Taylor. I mean, hey. Obviously, they love Brian and Poughkeepsie, but I think there's more places than Poughkeepsie that, that are mentioned. No, just Poughkeepsie. Just Poughkeepsie? Are that's, you my sure? home, yeah, that's my home territory. I'm like <laughs> MJF in New York in Poughkeepsie. Ah, okay. I can do okay. no wrong. So, bizarre world. When we go to Poughkeepsie next, it's we should just expect that you will get cheered out of the building. Cheered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bret Hart in Canada. Gotcha. Shawn Michaels in uh, Texas? nowhere. <laughs> NXT? Uh, I don't know where you're going with that, but okay. <laughs> it's all right. Shawn Michaels at Chuck E. Cheese. They're like, get out of the ball pit, sir. <laughs> Which he one? was like, well, I was trying to get in the bathroom, but my eye went wonky. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Not good. Most popular performer of the year um, came back in August of this year and generated, to date, the highest rating for Rampage in the history of the program. And maybe, maybe the highest uh, merchandise sales in AEW history. And the only reason I say maybe is because currently he's being outsold by the one and only Hook. We're talking about CM Punk. Most popular wrestler of 2021, corner to corner awards this. Deems it so to CM Punk. Why does that not surprise me? Did we get a vote in that? No, I think the nominations were CM Punk, CM Punk, and CM Punk. Gosh. Gosh. I mean, I can't confirm that there were any write-ins. Okay. CM Punk. I'm not going to confirm that because we're not and getting Mr. into Punk. the shenanigans. <laughs> and Charles Matthew Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie Monster Punk. Um, Chick Magnet Punk. I mean, hey, I'm not going down this road with you guys. Every time he gets mentioned, we got to go down this weird road. Y'all got to turn it into something it's not. Are you jealous that he's popular? I mean, it's okay. You can admit it. No, I just think it's weird that you said, what? Chick Magnet Punk? Well, that's one of the the rumored uh, initials of what, what, what his initials of his name mean. You know what I mean. How about Can't Stand Marks? Wouldn't that be CSM? Chipmunk Punk. Chipmunk Punk. Chip possible. Monk Punk. Cheers, men, punk. Mm. Now we're getting weird. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's weird. I'm weirded out by this conversation. Where do we go? Where do we go from here? What do we do? I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations. Most popular, Brian Danielson. Sorry. What a swerve. (laughs) 
It's like it's like Mercer Tomei at the Oscars. You're the one everyone looks to for answers. Come rain or shine, the job must get done. And you're the one who makes it happen. We get you, Jackie and Fresno, putting your employee safety first. And Manny in Chattanooga, whose local Granger team knows him by name. We're here for you and all the ones who get it done. With 24-7 customer support and access to product specialists to help you find what you need. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Could have also, it could have also gone to, if you look at it, could have gone to Adam Cole or even Adam Page. There's a lot of pe- really popular people this year, but I think, I feel like CM Punk was a guy. He's the one that draw, drew it out of everybody. And why Why would we expect anything less than you? I don't know. Gosh, would you, he'd only been wrestling you? like two months. Hey, Gosh. I mean, he beat Hobbs. Two months and eight t-shirts that Stan has bought. <laughs> Got to have one for every day of the week and the, the second one to wear if something gets on it, just in case. <laughs> he has he has every shirt designed twice just in case of a backup. That's right. And if they shrink in the wash, I gotta gotta have some backups. <laughs> They're shrinking. <laughs> Wait, what? That's not what I said. That's not what I said. You guys are evil. He was in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> so. Looking at the awards so far, most hated MJF, most popular CM Punk, uh, most improved Jungle Boy. So now we're starting to get to the serious parts of these awards, the meat and potatoes of it. We look at Tag Team of the Year. Now, when you look at Tag Team of the Year, um, man, there were a lot of really good tag team matches this year. A lot of really good standout performances, but the strongest, the strongest performance for 2021, I think, goes to uh, the current AEW Tag Team Champions, and that is the Lucha Bros, Ray Phoenix and Penta, Pentagon Junior or Penta El Miedo, but I can't. They've changed his name like four times, so it's a little tough to keep track of, but. The Lucha Brothers, Tag Team of the Year for Corner to Corner for 2021. Yes. <laughs> One of the first tag teams in all elite AEW, current tag champs, trendsetters, and all-around awesome matches. So, yes. I agree. And for once, I would not give you any kind of grief. We will move on. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, a lot of a lot of tag teams had good good years this year. I mean, Jurassic Express did, but not quite to the same level. The Young Bucks, of course, had a great year, but I think 2020 was a better year for them. Um, there's a lot of different teams out there that that had some good performances, but Lucha Brothers were consistent. They were extremely popular, like you just mentioned, um, and then their performance in 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 multiple pay-per-view scenarios was just top-notch, and I think that that's one of the reasons that they stand above the rest for this year. 
I voted Usos. You voted <laughs> Usos. <laughs> Usos have helped get, you know, Roman Reigns' his rental car, open his cabinet <laughs> so he doesn't have to get hurt. You know, they eat his food first, make sure he can get poisoned. They won half his matches in the last two years for him. Now, if there was a word award for Stooge, then yes. Ooh, Stooge of the Year, Stooge of the Oh wait, I like this. I like this. It's a good category, Rob. <laughs> it's one I can finally win. But I thought you said the Usos won it. <laughs> yes. Wait a minute. This doesn't make any sense. Is it the Usos, or is it you? Who won? Who's Stooge of the Year? Usos. Hmm. Are you just saying that? Are you are you not giving? Are you not wanting to accept Stooge of the Year? Now, should we have a taking up roster space awards? <laughs> <laughs> uh, which roster? <laughs> Well, any, but no, we're getting we're getting in the weeds. Go back. So let's uh, let's take a look at the women's wrestler of the year. Um, we talked about uh, Britt Baker having a hell of a year, even in the conversation when it came to most improved. We've talked about um, in past episodes, you know, popularity wise of Sheeta, of Ty Conti. And even a Riho and Nyla Rose. But I think when we look at performance-wise and fan response, the Thunder Rosa pop exists for a reason. Um, and that's because when you, her music cues up, regardless of regardless of arena or company, that includes Impact. It includes, uh, what is her company called? Mission Pro. And, of course, All Elite Wrestling. And even her performances in, in the NWA, I mean, we're not talking about anybody else but Thunder Rosa, who uh, I think we were all unanimous with this one, that indeed Woman's Wrestler of the Year, and that is going to Thunder Rosa for 2021. Congratulations, Thunder Rosa. Okay. Anthony in the chat group wants to tell you congratulations. He says, please send pictures. Now it's gotten weird. <laughs> I'm saying. Come on, man. You had to stay professional for one award. I Tell him. Don't tell me. All right. So it was, it was obviously a bad joke that fell flat. Okay. Moving on. So we've got a, a few different categories to go here. And one of them goes to the match of the year. Part of this match of the year went to somebody that we've actually already named for our award so far. And uh, it, it's, it was a tough one because there were a lot of tremendous matchups. I mean, some of the best matchups that happened in professional wrestling this year, uh, a lot of people would say Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. Some people would identify 
maybe Adam Page and Kenny Omega, or Adam Page and Brian Danielson from just a couple weeks ago. Kenny Omega versus Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega versus Christian. The and who could forget? I mean, Moxley versus uh, Kenny Omega in the the death match. Wasn't that last year? Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was last year. All right, I tried. I tried. All right, I failed. Okay. Match of the year has to go to tag team championship in the steel cage between the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers at All Out. Match of the year. That's what we got. Congratulations to the Bucks and to the Lucha Brothers, current AEW World Tag Team Champions. Still waiting for those Nikes to come on sale. Are those the ones with the tacks on the bottom of each foot? Yeah. So where do you wear those? Lawn maintenance. <laughs> Rob's, air- <laughs> Rob's aerating the yard. It's time for... <laughs> well, I guess that's a... I guess that's a real thing. Sure, man. Wow. The excitement is overwhelming, guys. I mean, this is, uh, wow. What would, uh, I can't hear but every other word. Okay. So, y'all do your thing. Alrighty. So we've got title holder of the year, wrestler of the year, and promotion of the year to go. Seems like it would be an obvious category, but we'll go ahead and ask the question of, hey, who was the best promotion of the year? I mean, you had a lot of different options to choose from. You had Combat Zone, Game Changer, Impact, Ring of Honor. Some, I don't know many, but some might say WWE. And then, of course, what I think the vast majority is going to say, and that's all elite wrestling. Um, I feel like AEW really just just continued the, their path, their plan that they set up from 19 going forward. And here we are in 2021 where we've had the biggest returns in wrestling. We've had the biggest signings free agent wise and potentially, um, you know, the big biggest feuds of the year. I mean, you don't get the tag team of the year, the match of the year, most improved and women's wrestler of the year, unless you're really looking at it from, a total perspective of, hey, All Elite Wrestling has to be the promotion of 2021. I don't think there's any other company out there that came close. I mean, I would say that um, Ninja Pro Wrestling out of Saskatoon was <laughs> no. I mean, promotion of the year, in my opinion, 
WWE can't even be in the argument. Ring of Honor can't be in the argument because, yes, did they pull off a cool event by the, um, you know, their last pay-per-view? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty cool having all those generations and people around. But they're closing, you know, like, um, and they really didn't do anything this year. So, um, AAA, Impact, all of their buzz this year was because of their involvement with AEW. So, I would say that um, it's it's a no brainer this year. There's no argument. There's no competition. When you really look at what AEW brought to the table this year, also there's the conversation of the Forbidden Door. These different um, different companies that were working with them, but different talent that were coming in for like the labors of Jericho where Nick Gage shows up, which I don't, I, I know I certainly didn't see that coming. Well, I mean, you got also, you got, I mean, we had how many months of the good brothers mm-hmm. and the awesome facts for AEW fans is AEW didn't pay for them, you know? Right. Yeah, there, that's probably one of the biggest parts of what what I've noticed over the course of, gosh, I would say eight months is that AEW has just found a way to get people intertwined. The only thing that I think could be maybe done better going forward is having AEW provide more of a rub rather than just saying, hey, you can have your star show up on our show. You know, I, I would have liked to have seen it have – Instead of it just being Christian, why not have, you know, uh, Thunder Rosa or well, not Thunder Rosa? She did show up. Maybe have Ty Conti or Sheeta or Riho or whoever was available for the women's division for Impact. Um, tag team wise, I mean, why not? Why couldn't you have Best Friends or Jurassic Express show up in Impact and challenge the Good Brothers or something like that? I mean, I think that there could have been more <laughs> reciprocity. Reciprocated uh, showings from both from both sides, and AEW can give more of a rub to the other companies. But it's still early in this whole relationship. Yeah. So, looking at promotion of the year, looking at all of these different entries that we've had. Um, I feel like when we're looking at these winners, I mean, really, this was, uh, 2021 was the year of AEW. Now, what happens next for them, who knows, but you can't look at the year that they had without looking at someone that really did everything in his power to make the company look better and provided some of the best matches, if not the most consistent performance um, out of anybody, and that would be our next winner, and, and truly one of the best to actually lace him up. Here's a guy who carried the AEW championship for a long, long time, carried it and fended off challengers of all types, even carrying the AAA championship, the, the mega championship, 
the Impact World Heavyweight Championship. Um, Brian, are there other titles that Kenny Omega held? Just the uh, uh, AAA Impact AEW. Um, that's. I mean, are you talking about like this year? Yeah, for through twenty one. I think that uh, Impact TNA Triple A AEW. That's right. He had both of the belts for Impact. He had both the TNA and the Impact World title. That's what it was I was trying to think of. Yeah, I mean, I guess technically only three belts, but he held four. So champion or title holder of the year, and I think wrestler of the year, would go to none other than the... The best bout machine, and that's Kenny Omega for 2021. Um, just a stellar year as a performer, and just a top-notch, just gutsy showing that he had. I mean, think about it. He had sh- shoulder injury, neck injury, and back injury for ha- at least half of the year and still put on some of the best matches that we had we had seen in AEW history. That will, uh, that, hey, <laughs> that does it for the C2C here and awards for 2021. Um, congratulations to all the winners. So just running down the list real, real quick one more time. Most popular CM Punk, most hated MJF, most improved Jungle Boy, Women's Wrestler of the Year, Thunder Rosa, Tag Team Wrestler of the Year, Tag Team Wrestlers of the Year, Tag Team of the Year. The Lucha Brothers, promotion of the year, AEW, match of the year, Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks at All Out, and then, of course, wrestler of the year and title holder of the year, Kenny Omega. It's a pretty solid list. Well, I tell you, though, when you pause like that and I'm having audio problems, I get really screwed up. I thought I was done for. I uh, actually didn't pause, but but okay. Oh, see, I thought you paused. I thought <laughs> no, there was a pause in no, there. No, I, I did. I did get stumbled up on uh, on one of them just reading it, but no, I, I actually didn't pause. Try not to do that as much. He still likes the pauses. He had like fifteen of them in this thing in this one segment. There was yeah. You counted them? 16. <laughs> are they like the William Shatner pauses, or are they just... I think so. They're Shatner yeah. pauses. Oh, no. Shatner I pauses. I don't want to do that. I need to fix that. My name is Stangro. <laughs> Kenny Good. Omega. The wrestler of the year is Kenny <laughs> Omega. 
I think and I like Brian's better. Is saying, <laughs> is saying at that moment, do we talk? We're supposed we to not? talk. Are we, Are we not to talking? Is he asking a question? Is it a statement? I wonder if our <laughs> listeners actually keep track of it. Is it is it one of those I, things where they listen to it? It's probably go, a drinking game. Didn't Rob have a drinking game when we, we started this? We had. Or was it you that had the? No, you guys had Stan Slam. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was, Stan Slam. Yeah. Well, now it's probably Stan Paul's. Stan <laughs> Paul Slam. <laughs> it's now Stan. Slam. <laughs> yeah, there it is. That's priceless. <laughs> You're welcome. So, uh, hey, how did we compare with the fan award winners um, <clears throat> from the Corner to Corner group? Uh, here are the 2021 winners. Now, they had a couple of, uh, of of categories that we didn't have. They had best weekly show, worst weekly show, show of the year. And uh, they had the, pretty much the rest of the categories that we had. So worst weekly show of 2021. Wrong. You get one guess. Oh, what, what was that, Rob? Monday Night Raw. Yeah, there you go. Didn't even have to look. Didn't have to look to his cheat sheet or anything. Yeah, Monday Night Raw was just horrible this year. Brian, did you watch any Raws this year? <laughs> See? I, I can't do this. So, before we go on the air today, Brian says, hey, wait, don't wait, ask questions. No, shut up, shut up. You got to let me wait. speak. So, Brian says, don't ask what? what we think. Don't ask what we think. Just talk. So, I talk. Yes. And I stop talking, and then no one jumps in. So you got to pick one. Can't have it both ways. Yeah, but but I, we don't need to if you're talking, right? I have no comment on Raw because I didn't watch Raw. Why would I? Why would I even discuss Raw? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just the fact that we just got done talking about the. And project. he did it, and, but did I it think right he did there. on purpose. <laughs> Honestly, that I was, was just flawless. stopping to let you guys talk. That was flawless right there. That was perfect. That was beautiful. No, I, 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 have, I didn't watch Raw. I, I, I mean, like, probably at all, except for maybe a half hour. You know, I would have no comment on Raw. Rob, how much Raw did you watch this year? I've watched probably... An episode and a half or more, or less, I will say, they call it Das Poop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much gave up on WWE two years ago. Other than pay-per-views. I watch their pay-per-views sometimes. I mean... I will say that of the two WWE TV shows, or the three, it's SmackDown, then Raw, like, in my opinion. Like, I haven't watched anything of NXT 2.0 or 6.2, or I, I feel like they should call it NXT Junior, the way they changed it, you know? Like, <laughs> feels like it should be on Nickelodeon. Wrestler that comes out and loses gets splashed with slime. Um... But uh, 
you can't have and every wrestling fan that knows anything about wrestling these day this day and time at no point can anybody say this year or the last year and a half that WWE has ever scratched the surface of um, putting together a quality string of programming. I mean, I will say they probably have had some good segments. There's been some great matches. But... Uh, name one. The, um, Ricochet was involved with one, I know. Um, well, who was he facing? I can't remember, but it was good when I was watching it. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like when it comes to match of the year or most worst programming, that they would get it because the fact that it just they can't get out of their own way. They release talent to the point now that. You literally have the same people on the shows every week because they have nobody. And the ones that, and a lot of the ones they have, it's like, I'm sorry. I'm like Dominic Mysterio should not be in the position he is. You know, like he should not be on Raw. He's only on Raw because of who his daddy is. Um, Yeah, but I mean, that's been the test. That's been, you know, that's what they do. I mean, I will say every promotion does that. You know, every promotion has had moments where they're like, you know, um, but, you know, it's like, like I, we've said, you've got the belt on RKO Bro or whatever the name is. When you've got legit tag teams like the Street Profits sitting there with nothing, you know, so. Um, and I just don't like Matt Riddle. So kind of hope they have a street fight and somebody hits him with a snow shovel. Wow. What is that like a North Pole Street fight or something? You know, like they did they did the miracle on thirty fourth street fourth street street fight um on on SmackDown, but you know, just want somebody to hit him in the face like that old man hit the people in home alone. So the winner of the snow shovel of the face award goes to Matt Riddle, I guess. Jesus. He's be the recipient of the snow shovel of the face award. Yeah, that sounds a lot better. Winner makes it sound like it's an actual prize. <laughs> Good point. But, I mean, that's just the way wrestling is nowadays. It's like, you know, from five years ago, we, we were we would have the same if we when we did the awards, it would be very WWE heavy, and we'd be talking smack about Impact, you know, about oh well they they must be on the Travel Channel or they must be on you know the same channel as Wayne's World or something you know like um, Aurora, they're from Aurora, um, but. Right now, it's WWE's turn to take the hind tit of everything because they're programming. So, the what? <laughs> <laughs> so, what the hell is a hind tit? Because <laughs> you 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 should probably define that because there could be people that start using that. In other countries who know, have no clue what a hind tit is. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I don't know what to say to help out on this one. <laughs> I'm usually pretty good at throwing something out there, buddy. I'm, I'm not in this, but I shall take a small bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say. You're um, welcome. Brian, I, I, I guess I agree with him. Yes, I mean, it, so literally, what? Is it going to start popping up on, like, German Facebook or something? Behind tit. And it's going to be Rob who come up with the with the the wording. <laughs> Mr. Cop, if you're listening, if you want to share this with our, with our fellow German listeners, please let us know how this translates out. This is how fads start. Some kid is going to be like, oh, you hind tit. And then uh, six months down the line. I don't think that's how it's used. <laughs> well, I don't I, I'm you've, trying to figure out you've how actually you... never heard that. Uh, you know, all kidding aside, you've no. never heard that uh, phrase. No, I've never heard what. I've never heard "haunted." Rob, I'm not going to leave you out the drive, but so bad because I have heard it before. <laughs> Been a while, but I have heard it before. I've actually surprised Brian Head. No, no, no. I have no. I have no clue what a "haunted" is. Although it is fun to say, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, this is exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) So Rob said it one time. I've said it about 10. (laughs) And before it's said and done, I'll say it again. (laughs) And there's going to be people that are listening that now use the term hind tit (laughs) that did not say it ever before in their life. (laughs) And I shall say, welcome, until you get in trouble. And then I didn't tell you to do that. T-shirts. TikTok videos. Okay, I want to see Brian do TikTok videos. Not me. I'm not <laughs> doing the TikTok video. But if it starts popping up some TikTok fad, they're trying to imitate the hind tit or something. <laughs> Welcome to the hind tit. <laughs> see, I did it with pause. See how I did that? People, people chasing people and be like, you are the I did some woman's gonna assault a dude on the elevator I grabbed your hind tit (laughs) you're the hind tit you're the hind tit presidents will start using it (laughs) dogs and cats living together that's hysteria yes But now we got to use hind tit in like every episode. Now I got to find a way to fit that in there. See, I mean, hind tit has been used like twenty times in five minutes. <laughs> uh, okay, right now so... Webster's is defining what a hind tit is. <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay. Damn, that pisses me the hind tit off. <laughs> well, yeah, here we are, just sucking hind tit now. Thanks, Rob. Oh, so you can suck a hind tit. Yeah, that's how the phrase goes. Like if you're, that's what he was saying. I didn't that's hear okay. "suck" though. Did he? Did he Actually, say he that? did say that. Yeah, he did. Really? Yeah. He, that can suck a hind tit. Wait, what he said was that if we're going to continue going down this rabbit hole, what he said was WWE is sucking hind tit now. Kind of like they were back tit. during Nitro, back during the Monday Night Wars for a while. Would that be like? The WWE is sucking ass. Is that what a hind tit is? 
Yes, very similar. Sucking balls? Imagine, if you will, the taint is what they're talking about. And listeners all over like Jesus. This is gone so Yeah, I've never I've never heard that part of the body referred to as a hind tip. <laughs> oh, when someone says they're hind parts, what do you think that is? Their ass. Can I say that? I can say ass. Call yeah. HR. See if you can get approval. Yeah, I can get approved for anything. Mm, can you though? Yes. That's how mm. HR works. They always have their favorites. Okay. If you like, I can F-bomb it right here, right now. No, 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 we're good. We're good. (laughs) We we definitely don't need that, sir. All right, so the hind tip's been explained. (laughs) Yeah, I think we've we've exhausted the hind tip. (laughs) What exactly is it? Oh, my God. Explain it, Stan. You just you explained it to me. Explain it to him. So, <laughs> my understanding of it, Rob, was always that it was uh, um, the taint. basically like somebody talking about the taint. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I was always told that it was like you just had to deal with what was left. You never got your choice. You never got to pick. You just got what was left. See, I like Rob's better. Yeah, his sounds better. Yep, Rob, Rob, you win. The winner for best but definition of high hit for morph. 2021 goes to Rob. <laughs> Webster's Dictionary is going to list two explanations for it. A noun and a verb. <laughs> <laughs> Adjective. Would that be it? So, I guess uh, it could be an adjective. Yeah, sure. Sure. I was so, never pure fat in class. I always just stare at the person next to me like, what is she talking about? You just looked at the person next to you and be like, what a hind tit. <laughs> is that what you were doing? <laughs> this teacher's a hind tit because they failed me. Wow. Wow, I say. I do not recognize your F, lady. <laughs> Screw you and your F. Where I come from, <laughs> the F means A. Where I come from, we must cough. <laughs> All right, so, uh, what's next? Uh, what so fans saying? voted for best weekly show. Um, I'm pretty sure we can figure this one out with one guess or less. Corner to corner. Hey, well, actually, that would have been interesting. I would have said thank you very much, and that would have been awesome. But uh, Brian, what do you think their best weekly show was? I, I mean, I don't want to sound like a homer. You're don't a homer. It's fine. It's fine. You're a homer. It. It's okay. No, because I really free. have, I really have regrets that we couldn't have squozen in like somebody else in Air Awards. Squozen. Yeah, squeezed somebody in there. <laughs> Let's get even better. Squeezing. <laughs> Squozing? I mean, if you're going to make me say Rampage, then I'll say Rampage. 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 Yeah. You know oh, that's look, still... Eric Bischoff's on Raw. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, 
I was actually going to mention that earlier, but he just walked through on uh, a backstage Wait, segment wh- with Miz. What? Yeah, Bischoff is on Raw. Wow. So now we understand why he was talking mad trash about AEW, huh? Looking well, to get a job up north, are you? All depends on who you listen to. I mean, if you listen to Conrad Thompson, he don't need no stinking job. Talking about, of course, 83 weeks. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he don't. I mean, he's got to have a lot of money. He seems like the kind of guy that, you know, contrary to, to what most performers did back in the 80s and 90s, he seems like the kind of guy that would save his money, take care of things, take care of his family. Who? Bischoff. Oh. oh, I'm sure, but it's going to be funny when he turns into a big, uh, big homer here shortly. It's so funny, so funny. I'm a WWE guy through and through. <laughs> I know I knew that about you, Brian. Wait a minute, we just got him to say that on our airwaves. We did. Okay. Copying and cutting and pasting and boom, soundbite. I'm really surprised you didn't say uh, dynamite, Brian. Uh, rampage. No, are you just saying that to, to pull the wool over our eyes? Or are you saying that because you truly believe Rampage was the best show of the year? Dark. <sighs> All right, I'm muting your mic. I told you I'm not saying it. It's still AEW. I'm, you still sound like a homer. Yeah, but it's it's different. It's not dynamite. <laughs> okay. So if I say HBK, is it different because I didn't say punk? No. <laughs> no. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. you're still a homer. Exactly. Yeah. No, this is different, though. I named other just as good TV shows. You're a doof. HBK could never measure up to CM Punk. HBK's not relevant. Oh, I now see, that, I say that as sad as I'm, I'm gonna have to say it, but Rob's actually kind of right on that. HBK's relevance kind of stopped when he retired. So should we mark the time then for you for a soundbite? <laughs> we got soundbites all over the place. Tonight. I know we are really setting the records here today. I mean, I, I, I gotta be honest. I, I am a huge fan of HBK. I don't know that it'll ever change, but. The truth of the matter is, when you really look at it. Listen, all I know is Bret Hart is still relevant. Yeah. That's how much I believe in the guy. I give that statement a 4 out of 10. Uh, What? 4 out of 10. That's all you get. Everybody wrestles like Bret Hart nowadays. Uh, literally nobody (laughs) sounds like Bret Hart. Oh, they do. They do. Tell me one guy that's wrestling like Bret Hart right now. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Bryan Daniels. Daniel. Can't even say his name. Whatever the dude's name is. Bryan Danielson, Daniel Bryanson. Yeah. Very technical wrestler, isn't he? He is a very technical wrestler. With a little ground and pound. Little no, aspect. He, he's a hell of a lot more submission based in ground and pound than Brett ever was. But Brett didn't, what was Brett's finisher? 
Just cause, okay, so Ric Flair's finisher was the uh, figure four. Does that mean he's a submission specialist? Uh, but when you build yourself, you he had more of execution. Yeah. Plus, the best Rick there Flair is. Space Mountain. I don't think that's submitted a, a lot of girls. <laughs> I didn't know you were about to do that. I was trying to set you up. Give me a minute. <laughs> you gotta give me a second, man. <laughs> But Rob is right. He's the excellence of execution. That is a good argument. That's a good argument. Although I would say Danielson versus Bret Hart, I'd take Danielson. Mm, uh, not in his prime. Mm-mm. Not in his prime. He'd have Bret, Bret Hart would outlast him. Hmm. I think he'd outwrestle him too, which is hard to hard to think about. But I think he would. So like 1991, Bret Hart is Bret Hart in my in my opinion at his best technically. Was that like, when he was world champ? No, that's that's Intercontinental when him and Kurt Hennig wrestled at SummerSlam for the belt, and he was really coming into his own. That's when I look at Bret Hart and think he was at his best. Now he got a he was at his best character wise, of course, in '97. You know when he goes Hart Foundation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But wrestling wise, I think '91 was his best year. I still think he out-wrestles him. Hmm. Ah, that's an interesting debate. Now, let's talk about something we can't talk about. But what do you think about Danielson versus Benoit? I mean, we can we can have the conversation. I mean, we, we all know Benoit is who he is. But I think from a, a wrestling standpoint... Huh. Boy, oh boy. Um, I would say that I might actually give the edge to Benoit in that. Benoit was just a lot harder edged, and, and he just hit a lot harder. And... I'm just thinking out loud. What do you think, Rob, while Brian's thinking out loud? Hmm. I mean, it'd be a hard-hitting match because they both do the same, you know, go for the heads and headbutts and chops uh-huh. yep. like that. Chops, you know, yep. Kicks. Their styles are very similar. similar. Um, but I would kind of lean the edge to Danielson. Hmm. Mm. I think we're going to an hour Tom Lewis draw. Boo. Boo to nine finishes. <laughs> Boo. And the audience thinks about that is. <laughs> no, they would want to see it an hour Broadway. Depends on where we that. are with it. You know what I mean? Like if it's in the, in today's wrestling world. Yeah. That'd probably be a classic. No, are you um, kidding me? They don't have the stamina in today's audience. In. No, AEW audiences do. Well, yeah, but that's a that's a that's not the bobbleheads, right? We we want to give something that the bobbleheads can pay attention to. So we're talking, you know, for them, it's like a three minute match. Oof. Oof. And then we're gonna have another six minute match with them two next week, and then the following week we'll do it again with eighty minutes of dialogue. <laughs> 
No, no, yeah. no. You got it all wrong. You forgot the tag team match where they – the age-old question, oh, Brian, of can they coexist? That's right. That's right. And they'll win the tag titles because that's what they do. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot all about it. Turns on the other. Man, that's a, that's actually a good one though. Benoit, Danielson. What about Bret Hart and Kenny Omega? Oh, Kenny all day. Homer. (coughs) Sorry. No, 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 no. Kenny is like. Uh, I mean, I think he can wrestle with Brett, but Kenny can get a little slippery though, and it only takes one V trigger, and the match is going downhill for Brett. That's because of his concussions. That's not fair. No, no, you gotta even, feel like even, an asshole for that. <laughs> even in '91, right? We're, I mean, we're oh, talking. Brett would have beat the shit out of him. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Kenny wins that. Rob, be a tiebreaker. Who's 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 winning this fight between Omega and Brett? Brett. Thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, you two are entitled to your asinine opinions. <laughs> <laughs> you're entitled to your opinion. You are wrong, but you're entitled to your Listen, nobody's perfect. Not every hit goes home run. I understand. Bret Hart beats the shit out of Kenny Omega six days a week and fights on Sundays. And he's definitely not beating the shit out of him. If Jeez Louise Omega went toe-to-toe with a blow-up doll. Almost lost, but he pulled it down. It was a hard-fought victory. Not when you put it like that, that, when you put it like that, how can I? Oh wait, no, I don't agree. <laughs> Did you see the classic match with him and the nine-year-old girl? It was lucky to come out of that unscathed. What kind of uh, show? You're are you not watching? really. You're not really helping your point, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, his no. matches with Okada, obviously. Are gonna are gonna keep him up there in that stratosphere, but I, I mean even, even Okada and I'm a huge Okada mark. Um, even Okada isn't isn't able to keep pace with Bret Hart in '91. What? Yep. No, see that's that's where you're wrong, right? So if we're if, if Omega Okada can keep pace with Danielson, they can keep pace with Bret. Brett is not like Brett has stamina. Brett has doesn't have speed, and those three have I'll give shown you that. they have stamina. I'll give you that. Speed wise, Brett Hart did not have that. Yeah, and they have speed. So mm. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't think there's going to be a lot of like beating the the shit out of those three if you were to put them in there. Oh, you no, could very I think... easily go hour-long matches with with the four of them on a regular basis. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. 
I think stamina wise, they stack up with Brett. Right? I think they're all faster than Brett. Brett has them probably on technical ability, other than Danielson, who probably stacks up quite nicely with Brett. Hmm. I don't know. Part of me just feels like Bret Hart in 91 was just that good. Oh, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. 92, I mean, he gets... 92, he gets the improbable, you know, WWE title victory right over Ric Flair. I mean, 91 is what sets that whole thing in motion. Maybe I just look at it way too early in his career, but I just think of it from then, and I'm like, damn, he was... He was kind of untouchable back then. You know what makes me feel bad about this conversation, though, is I don't remember... A lot of Japan from like that time frame outside of like a few videos we saw and all the videos that we saw was like King of Deathmatch. Well, yeah, but uh, I mean, none of the three we listed would have been wrestling in Japan in 91. You know, well, nine, so. I think I also think back in 91, Japan was still a very much invitation only, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't, you didn't just go to Japan. Like, when Kenny went to Japan, it was basically, you know, he knew he wasn't going to make it in WWE at the time. Whoa. He was like, whoa. Well, they weren't going to let him make it. Let's put it that way. All right. That's better. So, <laughs> when. Said, whoa. People... <laughs> Hold up, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because that's, that's like a misconception, right? That really drives me nuts. Right? Yeah, is, that goes oh, to Kenny, Kenny never went to the WWE. That's not that's not true. He walked out. Kenny was there and he walked out. Right. Because he saw they weren't going to do anything with him. Well, and it was a Bill DeMott that told him, like, hey, man, go be somebody somewhere else. Get them to notice you and get them to call you. Well, Matt Bloom's the one that says it to him. But DeMott's the one that basically says you're never going to make it here. Which does baffle me <laughs> in a lot of ways. Like I don't know how how that translates out. I don't understand how you could say that to a guy like him. But back then, maybe he was just kind of generic. I don't know. No, no. I mean, he wasn't generic, right? So if you go back and look at your ROH days, right, mm-hmm. with Danielson, Kenny, uh, who else was there? Um, no, I'm drawing blanks. But it, it was like the ROH was pushing, was changing, right? Was evolving the face of American wrestling, mm-hmm. right? Because they were faster. They were doing, you know, some of the flippity flops that people don't <laughs> don't like. And, the flippy dippies. Yeah, they, but they were still technically sound, mm-hmm. right? Especially if you go back and watch, uh, it was a triple threat. I think it was a triple threat. Omega, Danielson, I forget who the other one was. Punk or Rollins? Maybe it's Rollins. When he was, uh, oh crap, what was his name in ROH? Rollins, Tyler Black. Yeah, yeah. I think it might be Rollins, right? <laughs> if you go back and watch that triple threat match. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can really start to see, like, these guys, especially ROH, early ROH, 
started to, to push change, right? And for the older guys who, you know, there might only have been one or two people on the roster who could do what these kids were doing. And now you have an entire federation of them and more, you know, behind them, you know, pushing up through the ranks. They had no clue what they had. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they still don't know what they have, you know, with some of these guys. And I think that's where, like, Bill DeMott just being an old, crusty veteran was like, ha, yeah, there's you know, there's no flippity-floppity stuff. Nobody wants to see that. I can't disagree with you. I mean, it's, it's weird because... Omega's Omega's performance outside of WWE, for the most part, has been pretty top notch. I mean, I, I haven't seen a lot of his Ring of Honor stuff until, um, I guess I guess uh, fifteen when him and Cody were feuding. I might have the year wrong on that, but that would be around the time that I really it really stands out. And then of course the Wrestle Kingdom stuff that we watched with with you. Um, but I can't. Yeah, but go ahead. This is this is like his early pre-Japan days, right? Mm-hmm. This is like he just coming from in the um, crap. I can't remember where, where it was. Um, but this is old, old stuff. Um, I think this probably predates for Danielson, the American Dragon. or You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, he might have just been starting to use that moniker or something. I mean, this is really old stuff. But again, it it's, it started to change the environment. Mm-hmm. So, are you hearing us better, by the way? A little. But I had to cut it off a couple of times. But. Yeah. Just making sure. I, I changed a couple of things on this end. I wanted to see if maybe that helped. Oh, uh. maybe that's what it was. I believe well, you. I forgive you. I, thank I forgive you. you. See, there's that forgiveness thing again. He did it again. <laughs> Rob's not a fan of forgiveness. Uh, let's see here. Um, big standouts differences as far as versus what we picked. Brian, the fans picked the same match of the year. However, tag team of the year, the fans disagreed with us. They picked the Young Bucks. <laughs> I think the Young Bucks were last year, but don't want to disagree with the fans, but they're wrong. I mean, I guess you, I guess they could have been in the running, but I mean, by that, uh, you know, they both had good years. Mm-hmm. I just think I, I think the Lucha Brothers were more entertaining. Okay, so I'm a little surprised that you said the Lucha Brothers are more entertaining. I think they definitely had the most consistent performances to really earn them that spot. But. Well, yeah, but I mean, Ray Phoenix is like a f- just phenomenal to watch. Agreed. And, you know, it, it's he, to me, he's one of those guys that he, he's in a tag team, but he, he is so good. You want to see him as a singles competitor. 
You want to see him give old Penta the old barbershop treatment. Oh, wow. You want to see them break up and feud, huh? Well, I mean, I wouldn't call what Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels had a feud. I mean, but yeah, maybe two matches. <laughs> and then they, oh, no, we're not, this garbage, we're not putting them together no more. But you want to see him break out. I don't think he breaks down as a tag team champ. Mm-hmm. Hey, Marty, we need you to get something from the car. <laughs> shut the door. Shut the door. <laughs> oh, no, no. We met Marty Skrull. Sorry. Sorry. But he doesn't wrestle yet. No, no, no. It's okay. It's all right. Don't worry. <laughs> but, I, I, again, I just, as much as I love the Young Bucks, I think the Lucha Brothers had a better year. But I think in that poll, I did vote Young Bucks. <laughs> I think in the discussion, if I remember it right, we did go back and forth about it. That much I can say for sure. Not exactly a lot, but we did go back and forth about it. Yeah. I mean, again, I just I just think they had a better year. I can say that. Yeah, I still think Lucha Brothers had a better year. Okay. <clears throat> Um, Women's Wrestler of the Year. We talked about this one uh, quite a bit. Britt Baker. The fans chose Britt for this year. Oh, really? Really? You're playing with the, the Poop Ninja? Yeah, the Poop Ninja. Jesus. That's so sad. You know, I would I would like to uh, retract my vote on that one. Who really? did we vote for? Thunder Rosa. Thunder yeah. Rosa. Yeah, I kind of think we should have looked at Natty a little bit. Natty who? Not hard. Natalia. Uh, for for what? her longevity on pay-per-views? Yeah, for the whole thing. Not just that, but what, most uh, matches on TV, most wins. I mean, she's got a, she picked up like three big ones this year. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, but uh, again, you can't you can't fault her for how they book her. That's true. You can't blame her for how they booked her. That is very true. I mean, she's accomplished. She accomplished quite a bit this year, especially for the WWE. I don't know if I have an argument for that. I. I don't know, man. I mean, she definitely had a good year. Uh, she didn't. Well, she did win the tag titles. She can wrestle. There's not a question of her talent. Right. Very true. She can't uh, help that they didn't do nothing with her. Right. I mean, I think she stacks up probably like in the U.S. I'd, I'd put her in the top five. And again, it's no fault of hers that the WWE just doesn't know how to book her. Agreed. Hmm. Interesting. But again, we we voted Thunder Rosa, so. And then the last one that they picked was different from us, and that was Wrestler of the Year. Brian Danielson. Who did we have? Omega. I mean, I would argue that we have yet to see Brian Danielson. Like, what we've seen so far is awesome. But Mm -hmm. 
his year is just beginning. So. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, with him, there was too much downtime. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there were months where he literally wasn't really wrestling in the WWE. I mean, he definitely went through a, a bit of a a pause, but see what I did there? A pause, huh? huh? Um, but it didn't it didn't stretch that far, did it? Well, I mean, you figure there was what a ninety day clause after being fired, right? Didn't he have the clause? Mm-hmm. Or did his contract run out? Uh, his his contract. Um, no, he his contract did run out because he didn't have a. Uh, okay, so he else. had no compete, but he he didn't wrestle like all the time in the WWE. And after his thing with Reigns, he didn't really see much out of him. At least that I remember. I mean, he had had a bit of a layoff, that's true. But, I mean, so did did Adam Cole, so did... But they didn't um, didn't get their votes, did they? they Did did you want to vote Adam Cole? I think I nominated him. And we quickly shot that down. He said, not today, Satan. Not today. Wow. So Adam Cole is good enough to be part of the elite, but not good enough to get wrestler of the year. For shame, sir. For shame. Yeah, sorry. I mean, he's just not in the... Not there yet. Hmm. Well, fine. Fine, 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 fine. But while, anyway, your argument's invalid because you made us vote CM Punk and he'd only been wrestling for two months. Yeah. Well, so is yours. Because if that's the case and you let me have him as a winner, then Danielson should be able to count as a winner. No, no, we gave you CM Punk because we didn't want to hear anything. We didn't want you to want. Didn't want you to want. Me and Rob talked about it beforehand. No. Really? If he votes punk, let him have it. It's good for a psyche. Mm, that doesn't seem to be true. Oh, so did I tell you I saw Lance Archer, AW fingering target the other day? Oh, another one. Another one, huh? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it wasn't the good one. Or the the chase. chase one. It was the other one. That's all right. I see how it is. You just you know forget about your buddy, even though he owes you money already. It's okay. It's okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, I knew though that they reduced some of the prices, Brian, on those GI Joe figos. Oh yeah. At Home Goods in Warrington at. The Snowcat and the Hiss. And I think they were like six bucks, eight bucks a piece. Wow. Well, I did get my final mirror verse for six bucks. So, well, I, second to last mirror verse. Which I, one was I it? I still need one more. 
goofy. I did get goofy for six bucks. Mm-hmm. be done until the next series yeah until the next series <laughs> there's never an end never ending <laughs> I got a cool die cast the other day kit you got kit yeah from Night Rider dang that's pretty yeah. awesome Got it for Christmas. And if you shut the door, the little red light in the grill goes back and forth. You know, like the TV show. Does it make the noise? No, you have to make it. You automatically make the noise when you shut the door because anybody's ever seen the show. It's like. (laughs) For those uh, of you millennials out there, we're talking about a talking car, the coolest car ever. Just go to Charge Network or MeTV and you'll watch Knight Rider. It's awesome. It's probably also streaming on Peacock. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's so. on Netflix. So. My goal is to make a, I have a small little case. I want to get a die cast of like famous TV show movie cars. You know, like the DeLorean. If I can find an Ecto-1. And I saw the A-Team van the other day at Target. Nice. Well, this would be the time where I ask you guys, what was the coolest Christmas gift you got this year? The coolest gift you all got was me being on this show. Oof. Okay. (laughs) That went south fast. (laughs) Uh I got a display case for the diecast that I've been having stack around. I got that and uh, a new Lego set. Nice. I'm really grown up. <laughs> hey, what about you, BP? Mm, the best I got this year. I have to get back to you because I'm not done yet. Oh wow! What, what you got another another round? I do. Tomorrow Lucky. I'm gonna I'm gonna order some mystery slabs, which are graded comic books, and they could be anywhere from fifty dollars to a few hundred dollars. So I have to wait until they come in to see if I scored big with them. That's pretty cool. Where are you ordering those from? I'm not telling you. It's unknown. <laughs> no. Oh, you, you need it's to tell. unknown comics. Unknown That's comics. A, unknown comics, he says. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm assuming they still have it going on. So, well, 55 bucks, you can pick up a slab comic, which is a graded comic in plastic. And it'll be a complete mystery. Kind of like those uh, mystery crates kind of things. Yes, kind of like that. But again, the the, the, what, the way it reads is it can be um, anywhere from, you know, the price you pay to unknown. I'm not unknown, but a few hundred dollars. 
So could be autographed. It could not be autographed. If it's not autographed, I think it's a 9.8 at the very least. And I think if it is autographed, it could be a 9.6 or something, 9.4 or somewhere in there. So I'm down with that. You know what I'm saying? You definitely have to keep us updated as to uh, what the what the values comes out to be, because that'll be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Now i got to see if I can find it again. I know it's in here somewhere. What about you, Stan? Uh, I'm in between. I, I think that it's probably a tie between the Panthers and the Book It game I got. Both of those were things that I really, really wanted, so pretty awesome. Really? You're just, you're just going to chap your lips to, on both of us at one time? Man. What? I'm just being honest. That, like, stung my butt. <laughs> he, he came in hard, didn't he, Rob? <laughs> I think you got nose in there, man. Ow. <laughs> Y'all suck. Yeah, bro. You nope. got to slow You got to slow down. You just can't just chap both of us at one time. I mean, you got it. Your, your nose is, you know, you got a nose. It's like, ow. <laughs> you got to angle that shit. <laughs> damn. He's going to angle it. What the hell? That don't make no damn sense. Hey, I'm just being honest. If it chaps you, it chaps you. What can I do? No, no. It's not if it chaps us. It's your chapping us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, anyway. pressing them pretty little lips up on his butt cheeks. But we're, I'm glad that you got the best Christmas before Christmas, and I'm sorry that you spent Christmas not getting anything cool. Yeah, well, it is what it is. That's what happens. Well, you know, we all reach a life where it's like, we always reach an age where it's like, eh. it is what it is. I mean, it's, it's the ability to be able to do the cool stuff for the kids, which is still high on the list but yeah i mean these were these were cool even though apparently it's not cool to compliment it but whatever don't care oh don't stop care. we're just giving you our time no 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 it's say, okay i will say i was surprised when i got the diecast case i mean i've only been hidden but like it was really cool because i didn't expect it so that was cool and it was cool, cool to get two A-team figures oh, and a Star <laughs> Trek set. But, you know. Careful, bro- careful, Rob. I don't think Brian's ready to hear that kind of stuff. Hear what? You know, My mystery comics cool have apparently it. sold out. They have what? Sold out. I guess you sure kind of made a mistake of telling our fans about it, huh? Yeah, but they'll do it again. That's fine. And when they do, he will strike. <laughs> and he will strike hard and fast. I may just get some regular comics then from him. So get a few that way. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. Well, alrighty then. Don't like pick up some animation cells. You know, it's hard to say. But, you know, 
got to save some funds for dynamite. That's right. January 19th is the big day. Dynamite in Washington, D.C. It's finally coming back. This is two, two years since we uh, last were there, and this is going to be all three of us getting a chance to go. Should be exciting and enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Still no idea as to who's going to be champ at that point. Who's going to be uh, Who's going to be on the card, of course. Um, well, when is Danielson page two? It is two weeks prior to the to the event. Maybe we'll see the Matt. Well, maybe we'll have the dynamite where the title changes. Oh, maybe we will. They like to change titles in our nation's capital. It's true. It's a happening town. Everybody likes DC. Not everybody. All right. I know is I get the NC. Haha. Suck it. What's the big deal about the NC? I just want the NC. <laughs> okay. Stan gets the middle seat, apparently. Unless you're sitting next to a really big person, then Stan gets that side. I didn't do anything to, to deserve a, a non-NC. seat. Why don't I get an NC? Because there's only one. It's mine. He's already called it. Yeah. That's how you call it. Call it before the tickets arrive. <laughs> yeah. We have one, two, three. So I'm like, uh, I'm going to take one. So. That's how it works. Is there any T-shirts you're going to be looking for specifically, you think, or any souvenirs? I'm going to get a shirt. I don't know which one, but I'll get one. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I'll have to see if anything tickles my fancy. I mean, last couple of events I've gone to, just different events, like I go in with my mind of like, like last, I went to a WWE live event. Like I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get this shirt and I'm gonna get this legend shirt if they have it. Mm-hmm. And then I get there, they don't have any of them. I was like, well, shit, I gotta get a shirt. Uh, give me the uh, I don't know, Nakamura shirt. I think I got the AJ Styles shirt last time I went to one. So, shows how long ago it was because how long has it been since they have his merch? Oof. Uh, I don't know. I think the last WWE live show we that we went to was all together. Didn't we go to? I don't remember. Did Rob go to the last one? The one where you had the four seats? No. He did not. Was that the last one? Well, I was at the Raw, the last Raw before the pandemic closed everything down. And we weren't invited to that one, Brian. Yeah, I didn't go to that one. 
We were. I guess we. I guess I went to the one before that. The last live show we've all went to is where we sat ringside. I think it was JPJ. I still think no. that's the most fun really? we've had. So you that all you all went show. to a SmackDown. Yeah. But I'd already gone to a SmackDown, so. Yeah, you saw the SmackDown in uh, uh, Salem or something, didn't you? Norfolk. Oh, yeah. Norfolk, yeah. It was Halloween. Because yeah. I remember, like, this guy wearing Where's Waldo outfit walked up, and I stood up and was like, I found him! <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure everybody sitting near you appreciated that. They're like, ah, oh, there he is. Look, you found him. Yeah. You know, that guy's like, I hadn't heard that before, asshole. <laughs> That's what you tell him. But don't wear the costume, then. <laughs> yeah. But it shall be fun. It shall be fun. It's always fun when we get together and we go out. AJ Styles, by the way, has uh, been showing up on NXT. He's feuding with a a guy named uh, Grayson Waller. That's pretty much my reaction, too, because I didn't know who it was. I guess he missed the meeting, too, huh? I always joke that's how Finn Balor ended up down there. He missed some meeting he was supposed to go to, and they're like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, storytelling-wise, that's about dumb, right? Because didn't Omos just, like, dump him? Oh, yeah. Beat him. I mean, beat him handedly. Just did this Samoan drop into a gorilla press kind of thing. But now one of your biggest stars just takes off and runs to NXT. AJ did wrestle tonight on Raw, so it's it's really confusing as to where they're going with all of this. (laughs) Crazy. Well, maybe Bischoff will fix it for, like, what, the sixth time, seventh time? (laughs) It's going to change the world of professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, come on, Eric. We'll we'll let you sit in, in the in the in the meetings, creative meetings. <laughs> you and Paul, y'all are gonna run things. We're gonna listen, to y'all. We're gonna. Yep, that lasted what a week. <laughs> Did Bischoff even make a week? Oh no, he was there for like six months. He just didn't do anything. Uh, he even says himself that he spent a lot of time in catering and really didn't do much. Yeah. Hey, maybe that'll move the needle for you. Ooh, not the new, not the needle mover. Mm-hmm. But the good news is we'll probably get uh, the NWO back. Who would you put in a modern NWO like today? Oh, well, let's see. You would get the the. The uh, dude that fought Johnny Gargano in a steel cage or whatever one week after the team broke up because he just had to. Um, he's kind of ugly. We get him in there. <laughs> Vaughn Wagner. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, then we'd probably throw in... Um, and I don't know. We'd turn Big E bad. 
maybe another NXT guy, you know, because they would invade the main roster. And then, you know, it would be Big E behind it all. The third man would be Big E. Yeah, yeah, the third man would be Big E. You wouldn't see it coming. Hmm. I'm now regretting answering that question or asking that question. That's the WWE. That's how you book up there. Rob, Keep the fans on their toes. Rob, could you put together an NWO today with current members of the WWE, or is is, is Brian's answer the best we're going to get? I think Brian's answer is the best you're going to get. Oof. I mean, the only one I could see would be. Kevin Owens doing something, but because he's always voiced his displeasure of the way things are going. Mm-hmm. But is he with Rollins now? Didn't they hug it out or something? It is kind of weird. They did kind of like, I don't know, bro hug it out, I guess. Hmm. Okay, we're going to celebrate your. You're staying and signing a contract. I want you to go out there and hug Seth Rollins. That's right. The guy that's been trying to cripple you and all that other stuff when you guys feuded last year. But no, don't, don't, don't worry about it. Just pay attention to what's happening now. Yeah, they have, they have short attention spans. <laughs> they're never going to know. <laughs> and the sad thing is they're not too far from being right on that. <laughs> Hi, I'm 10 Second Tom. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Well, uh, hmm. Guess that's that. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? There's got to be more news out there. Well, let's take a look. Actually, there is an interesting headline here. Tony Khan shares what he thinks separates AEW from WWE. He says, uh, I don't have 27 Hollywood writers sitting around writing sketch comedy for the show. We do great wrestling matches. The wrestling that a lot of people in Jacksonville and the Southeast grew up on. That's the wrestling I grew up on, and I love it. For me, it starts at the top, and because I'm a big wrestling fan, I try to put on matches that the fans want to see. I try not to screw over the fans. There's a whole other paragraph there, but I think that says it the best. All right, so that pause was because we're not sure if that was a question or a statement. That's just a statement. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so we can talk again then. Or is it a question? No, you can talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> did you get Did you get triggered? <laughs> You're triggered, aren't you? No, sir. This is all you, buddy. Hey, did you see that Facebook marketplace thing I sent you today? Talk about the Hasbros? Oh, the belts. I did see that. That actually, they look nice. I don't know. I, the cases look really cool. I don't know if those belts are figures ink or not, but they look good. It's right down the road from you, so I was thinking, hey. It is? King George. Oh. I didn't even see the location on that. Let me look that up again. Oh. 
270 apiece for the WCW World Title, the WWE Old School World Tag Titles, and the ECW World Championship. Um. Oh, and the Old School Intercontinental Title. Okay, I see what's up top there. This is a lot better picture than I saw before. I, I would probably be interested in the uh, ECW title and the Intercontinental. I don't know about the other two. Decent price for each one. Yes. <laughs> I was about to say hello. <laughs> it was really quiet that time. So I got all excited because, see, like, we've had this vacuum cleaner. Totally off wrestling, but we've had this vacuum cleaner we got from my, my wife's um, grandmother, right? We've had it forever. Mm-hmm. And today when I went to take it out of the cabinet, the end where it vacuums just snapped. So, like, it all has different pieces. So, mm-hmm. like maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes after it snapped. Natalie looked online and found that somebody in Northern Virginia was giving away a vacuum cleaner of that same type. Like a central vac. So like I'm waiting on a response from this person like, dude, like hook me up. I'd be worried that uh, would have run into the same kind of problem though. How does well, it dude, snap like that, though? That's weird. Ever. It's just... I know, it just... was like, ah. Uh, I was going to say it sucked, but that's the problem. It doesn't suck anymore. It stopped. Oh, jeez. Well, I guess you'll have to let us know next week how it turns out. I mean, we're, we're all left waiting in, with bated breath right now. Yes. Sorry. Didn't mean to. Sorry, I was just pausing. <laughs> oh, was that was that my cue? Okay, I'm just making sure I understood. <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to talk then or not. No, I didn't tell you to talk. <laughs> okay, uh, next time just point. I'll be ready. Yeah, um, we're virtual, dumbass. Well, you could always turn you your camera. Can't see on. me. <laughs> you can't see me. Well, alrighty then. <laughs> the, I, I'm sorry, I've killed the cult, the mojo of the show. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know that our mojo was ever in sync on this show today. We could call this just cross mojo episode. Clearly, we all agree. Calm down now. Calm down. Well, by the time everyone checks this out, uh, either tomorrow or next week, whenever they download or share with their friends, it will be 2022. If you had one thing you had to ask for for professional wrestling, if you had to ask for one thing in 2022, what would it be? Brian, we'll start with you. 
I don't think I'd ask for anything. I'm enjoying where it's at right now. So maybe more of the same? Mm-mm. I don't. Again, I wouldn't ask for nothing. I'm enjoying it. I don't want it to be the same. I want it to be different. That's what it was this year. It was different. Changed. I want it to be the same. Okay. Rob, what's one thing you would ask for? Um, uh, life. Life into one fed. And for one fed to, to stay the course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to see the... Uh... The rising tide raise all ships as well. I'd like to see everything continue to pick up because I, I do think that that Brian's right. What AEW has done really well is just keeping things different, keeping a steady flow of different things that we haven't seen. Um, if they can maintain it through 2022, is going to be the million dollar question, I guess. I guess I could put that better in a question, couldn't I? <laughs> yeah. That statement worked real well for you. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it um. kind of flew well. <laughs> well, thanks again for everybody for listening and checking us out. We definitely appreciate it. We are hoping all of you have a happy new year and a happy uh, 2022. Hope you uh, enjoyed our year-end awards. Um, and who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll put something else together as we get to the – maybe mid-year or something like that, grading how things go. But hope everybody has a great new year. You can catch up with Rob. I thought I heard your mic cue. That's why I was stopping there. Catch up with Rob on Twitter at Rob Hefner C2C. Catch up with Brian at Vlad Dragool C2C. Catch up with me at Stan Grubb everywhere. It's all on Twitter for the moment. But uh, then you catch up with the show at C2C Radio Show and c2cradioshow.com thanks again for listening we will see you next week it's time now because Stan can play music that he says is there but we don't know if it's there and we always because we don't know what else is playing one of these days, I'll figure out how to make sure you guys can hear this. I hear enough voices in my head, thank you. <laughs> if there's any, uh, you know, constellation, there's no, no lyrics to it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.